Hi, my name is Cecilia Mandrick, and I'm a life coach. I've worked with dozens of high-achieving individuals who feel in control of every aspect of their lives except their own happiness. In this podcast, I'm helping to bring self-proclaimed overachievers the practices, mindset shifts, and actionable steps they need to build more contentment, confidence, and joy in their everyday lives. If you want to create more happiness in your life, relationships, or even just your Mondays, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to Happiness Created, episode 14, Life is a Choice. Today, we're going to talk about life as a choice and taking responsibility in your life. This is a coaching principle that changed my life, and so I'm really excited to talk about it, even though if it sounds a little bit heavy, right? Choice and responsibility. First, let's have a check-in. How are you doing? How was Halloween? Did anybody dress up? Admit that I am not... Well, I think Halloween is fun. I'm not often a dresser-upper, and the toddler didn't really want to do anything, so we ended up not doing anything, and I even forgot it was Halloween, unfortunately. But I hope that you had fun if you did go out. I'd love to see pictures of costumes. I think those are really fun. If you've been listening, how are you liking the podcast? What have been your favorite parts? Has there been a concept that's helped you? If there has, I'd appreciate it if you'd reach out. Just let me know. What have you liked? What's been really helpful? What would you like to hear more of? And if you head on over to my website, you'll also notice that I have a coaching group that's starting soon. And if you're interested, if you've been listening to this and finding the concepts helpful and been looking for ways to implement them more in your own life, this might be a great opportunity for you. If you are interested, you schedule a time to chat and we can talk about coaching and coaching groups and if it's a good fit for you. So let's get going on the episode. Choice and responsibility. I'm going to walk you through a little bit of an exercise for this episode because I think that it might be more helpful for it to be personal. And this is a sort of mini version of something I do with folks when we have a consultation. So before we start working together to see where you are and what you're looking for in life and see if coaching is a good fit for what's coming up for you. So I hope that you can actually do the exercise. For the most part, you should be able to do it if you're walking or driving, maybe pausing for a little bit to think might be helpful but you should be able to do this in motion because I know that I listen to most podcasts when I'm walking. Okay, so first thing you need to do is think of an area of your life that you're not totally pleased with. So don't pick something that you think is going really well. Think of something that you'd like to improve or you feel really stuck in. That might be your romantic relationship or lack thereof. It might be your job, maybe your health, maybe your friendships or relationships with your family. It could be your spirituality, something like that. So pick an area of your life. And once you have that in mind, so think about it. And then I want you to rate it and rate it on a scale of one to 10 with 10 being amazing and one being pretty awful. And don't think too hard. So the overanalyzers out there, you don't need to make a list. Just consider the first number that pops in your head today. Know that if I asked you again in an hour or in a week or last week, that it would probably be a different number. So just go with the first one for right now. Don't worry, you're not going to be graded on this. Okay. So it's important to just go with that first number because our brains will come up with something no matter what. And so for instance, like with your physical health, if you're feeling, if you're sick and you ask maybe in the morning when maybe you're more stuffy, you might give it a two, but then maybe by the time after you've taken a walk in the afternoon, maybe it's up at a six. So it's just interesting to know right now where it is. And now I want you to consider why you rated it that way. So come up with all the reasons why you rated, for instance, your physical health a three today in this moment. And 
it's probably most helpful if you can pause this and write things down or at least think while you walk. Because the more you engage, the more you can actually concretely name why you rated it that way, the more helpful this will be, the more impact it will have for you. So if you can, pause and think about it. Why did you rate your health a three today? Okay, welcome back. I hope that you were able to come up with at least a few reasons. So if you didn't write them down, at least you have them in your mind about why you ranked whatever you chose, how you ranked it today. So now a little bit of a personal backstory. So in around 2013, I would have ranked almost every single area of my life. And normally I go through about eight with folks at a five or below. And most I would rank around a two or a three. I was feeling stuck, pretty miserable. And I'd say the most annoying part about it was that my life looked really great. And so everyone else who came in contact with me probably would have said that I was at sevens, eights, nines, maybe even tens in some areas. And that was maybe the toughest thing for me. And one of the toughest reasons or one of the reasons why I didn't get help for so long, why I'd never reached out to anyone, because it felt like my life should be, you know, I should feel that it was a seven or eight. So there was something wrong with me that I didn't feel that way because everyone else did. I felt really disempowered. And I felt like every choice was made for me and not by me. And I couldn't see a way to get out of that, to get out of the loop, to get unstuck. So that was meant the predominant feeling in my life was stuckness and maybe frustration at where I was and how it wasn't different or didn't feel different in my life. And then I learned about this choice, this principle of choice and responsibility. And the first part is choice. So that's what we're going to talk about. The idea is that each of us is choosing our life so that everything we do is a choice and that we have some agency in it. So whether those choices are conscious or unconscious, we make choices that got us where we are, wherever you are, and we continue to make choices that keep us here. And I'm going to say a quick side note. I know that we live in a really complex society and there are all sorts of structural isms. I'm not denying those. Those are very real, and those are things that will continue to come up in this podcast. But even given those, even given your unique history and your childhood, you still have choices as an adult. So when I first learned about this, that we all have choices and that everything is a choice, we're choosing what we have every day, I felt so called out. I felt really angry even. I argued with it because I didn't feel like I was choosing my life. I didn't feel like I'm going to go with career for this one. So I didn't feel like I was choosing geology as my career. I didn't feel like I was choosing my life. It felt like life was happening to me. My life had been chosen for me. And it didn't feel like I had a choice to keep living my life. It felt like a conscription in many ways. My life was happening to me. And I don't know if you can hear the little baby, but the little baby's here. So if you hear that, that's a baby. So do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like your life is happening to you? I know a lot of people that I work with, that's the predominant feeling, even if they don't say it that way. If you're feeling really stuck or you're feeling like you can't do something different, a lot of times it's because you feel like somebody else is maybe be pulling the strings in your life, that you're not actually the director and the creator of what's happening. It's like existence is happening outside of your control. And what you do and even say is maybe the result of your circumstances or in reaction to other people, not in response to them, or that you don't have a choice in your response. I mean, I definitely fell into this category. But I felt so stuck in my life and I felt so frustrated where I was, I decided that I was going to explore this idea 
And I figured that if it made me as angry as it did, then there was probably something to it. Like there was probably some truth that had resonated with me. And so I needed to at least play with it for a little while. And so I let the curiosity start to come in. And so maybe you can too, when you start to consider this, that you are choosing the result you have. So again, if you're ranked your health as a three, you are choosing that three in many ways. So in this area in your life, so again, maybe your health or, or for me, my career, you have made choices to get where you are. I made the choice to major in geology and to pursue a career in that field. And I was making a choice to continue to pursue that career, even if the choices don't feel like choices. And I think that's the most important part right now is that you made choices even when they didn't feel like choices. So even if the reason why you are where you are doesn't feel like you made a choice, they are choices. And the story I told myself was that I was forced into what I was doing and that there was, was no other choice and there was no way out, that I was just stuck there. That was my narrative. And I didn't know it at the time. Like I wasn't consciously aware of this. And oftentimes we're not consciously aware of them. That's why it's so helpful, again, to start to build your awareness or to work with somebody who can help you build your awareness so you're aware of what thoughts and what stories you're telling yourself. But then when I started to play with this idea that I did have a choice and that I was choosing my life, I realized that I was actually choosing my job every day. That was the first realization that came to me, that I was voluntarily going into this job. Nobody was forcing me to do it. Nobody told me I had to do it. Like nobody called me every morning or came to my apartment and collected me and forced me to go. You know, I wasn't in that sort of situation. So I was actually waking up each morning and I was going in. I was wearing appropriate clothing and doing my work. And I kept doing that over and over again. You know, I was taking bigger roles, I was taking promotions, things like that. And so while I was telling myself that I was stuck in this job. I suddenly recognized that I was actually choosing my job every day. And then another interesting thing started happening is I started to be able to ask myself why. So once I recognized it as a choice that I was going into my job every day, curiosity started to come in again, trickling little bit by little bit. And I started asking why. So why was I choosing this job every single day if I said I didn't like it? And why had I chosen it originally? Why had I made all of the choices that had gotten me exactly where I was? And why was I continuing to choose them every single day? And this was the part that wasn't very fun and sometimes isn't fun because when you ask why and you're honest, sometimes you come up with truths that are kind of ugly or things you might not actually want to believe about yourself. So the answers that I got was I'd chosen geology because I cared more about what other people thought of me and my job than how I felt about it. And I thought that geology sounded better than some of the other things I wanted to do. So it sounded, made me sound smart or accomplished, maybe even technical. And those are things that I equated with valuable, lovable, and worthy. So I liked the way geology sounded. I liked the way how other people reacted to it. And that's why I made that choice and continued to make that. I chose to keep going to work because I didn't want to have to feel the feelings of quitting, even when I didn't like the job. I didn't want to feel like I disappointed anyone or that I was a failure or that I couldn't hack it or that somehow I wasn't cut out for this job. I was making it mean that if I quit or that I walked away, that I was a bad person in some way, that I wasn't worthy, that I wasn't lovable, that I wasn't valuable, or I would be less valuable if I chose one of these other careers, you know, like coaching or teaching yoga, which I did for a while before this, rather than geology. The other thing I realized was that I was discounting my own emotional experience and prioritizing that of others. 
So I was saying that how other people viewed me, their emotions around what I was choosing was more valuable. I was holding them at a higher priority than my own emotional experience of what I was doing. And then I realized also that I was choosing feeling stuck and sort of miserable every day. And that didn't really sit very well with me. Once I got really honest with my whys, and this happens with most clients, once you get really honest about your whys, then you can start to decide if you like your whys. Do you like the reason why you're doing what you're doing? And sometimes we do. You know, sometimes we're making a choice, we're caring for somebody, we have made, there's a financial component, and we're okay with where we are, even if we do feel stuck. But when you acknowledge that you have a choice, then suddenly you usually relate to whatever you're feeling stuck in in a much different way. So from this experience, I decided I was going to start being a little bit more intentional with my choices, which was a really long road, but it started then. And for most people, the awareness building and shifting from unintentionality or unconsciousness into consciousness is a process. It's a practice. It doesn't happen all at once. I'm sure it does for some people, but most people, it takes a little bit longer. And what I noticed is what I kind of just mentioned is that when I started to take responsibility for the choices I was making and had made, it had a really big impact on my life. And not in that I snapped my fingers and I had a totally different life and was totally happy, but that I did feel really liberated and empowered once I started understanding the why and noticing that I was choosing what I was choosing and I could get behind why I was choosing it. So for instance, I was uncomfortable feeling like I was a disappointment or failure, which was a story I was telling myself around quitting. And once I realized that's what I was doing, quitting became an option and working became an option. And the liberation also just came from recognizing there was a choice, right? Life wasn't happening to me. I was actively participating in it, even if it wasn't something that I had recognized before. I also felt a lot more like me and I felt less stuck. I felt in control and like I had agency. Like my life, you know, I had a say in it again, I guess is is maybe the main thing, is that I could have a say in my life. And this was when I was around 30. And so it felt, I went from feeling like the rest of my life was just this slog that I had to, again, like a conscription, right? You know, I just had to carry out this sentence to feeling like everything opened up before me. Like all of a sudden I could have a different life. I could make choices and I could feel differently in the life that I had right then. So now you get to do this exercise. You made this list, or maybe it's just in your brain, of reasons why you rated this one area, how you rated it. So the example I kind of just threw out there was you rated your health a three. And maybe you have all these reasons. And now if you'd like to, you can get really honest with yourself and you don't have to share it with anybody. You don't have to admit it or post it on social media so it's public, but it can be really helpful if you start to get honest with yourself. Why are you choosing whatever you're choosing to see that result in your life? Why did you start choosing it? And why is it continuing? Why are you continuing to choose this every day? And if you did have a choice, if what I'm saying is true or there's some truth to it, what would you like your life to look like? How would it be different if you were choosing something different? What result would you like to see there if you did in fact have agency and choice, if you were empowered to do something different? And like I said, you don't need to, you don't need to share this with anybody, but getting honest with yourself and admitting it to yourself is really one of the first steps. And see if you like your reasons. Like I said, sometimes we do. Sometimes we feel really stuck. I've heard the example before of you know raising young kids. You can feel really stuck, but then once you realize you're choosing it every day, 
it feels different. It feels like there's more space, spaciousness or space within the choice and within your life when it's not something you feel like you have to do, but it's something you realize you're choosing to do. And once you make different choices or if you continue choosing what you're choosing, you'll see different results and you'll feel different in those results. As I mentioned before, in the consults that I do with people before we work together, we explore all the different areas of life, so seven or eight areas, and we see where they are. And then when we work together, we look at the whys and the beliefs that got you there so you can start making more informed choices going forward. So you're starting to become more conscious of the choices you're making. You're taking responsibility for them. And so you can shift things in your life. Taking responsibility for your choices is a big part of this. So when you start doing that and you know that life and happiness are a matter of many choices over and over again, I hope that you'll start to feel more liberated and empowered too. Okay, thanks so much for listening. And again, if you have been listening, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review somewhere. Hey, baby, wherever you listen and maybe share this podcast with someone who you think may like it. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next time. And happy taking responsibility. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're looking for another way to bring a little bit of joy into your life, I have just the thing for you. My Feel Your Feelings mini course is designed to help you develop emotional literacy and increase your emotional resilience. It's totally free and available for you by going to Cecilia, that's C-E-C-E-L-I-A-B Mandrick, M-A-N-D-R-Y-K dot com forward slash free training. I just know you're going to love it. We'll see you back here next week on Happiness Created. See you then. Here's a quick reminder to follow this podcast so you can get your weekly dose of happy delivered right to the top of your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is open the Apple Podcast or Spotify app on your phone, search for Happiness Created, click on the show and hit the little plus sign or follow button in the upper right corner. I'll meet you back here next week.